When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Ryan Fraser. This is Troy Daly. This is Gus Boyet. This is Don Hutchison. This is Jürgen Klopp, and you're listening to The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. Thank you, Jürgen. I travelled to all these interviews from Barcelona, and our socios, our beloved members, keep us on the road. This independent podcast would not happen without them. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter right now to become a socio, to become one of our members and get an extra big interview every month, plus loads of bonus content. So, go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Graham Hunter, and we'll bring you joy. It's Aussie. It's Aussie part two. Osvaldo Artiles on the big interview was a treat. Central London, cup of coffee in his hand, um, birthday lunch for one of his ex-teammates to go to shortly afterwards, and tales that took me back into the mists of my youth. Um, he answers the questions from our sponsors, Bet365, and he answers them really well. This, in my view, is an exquisite interview. If you like the big interview, and remember, we're at GH Podcast, um, GrahamHunter.tv. Tell your friends. Sit back. If it's festive time for you, maybe a gentle glass of wine. And Osvaldo Ardiles. Steve Archibald, I was with him at the weekend, and he was talking about how you would hurdle tackles. Mm. So you, you said, it's my fault if they get near me, and you'd been kicked in Argentina, which was also a macho, tough um, environment. But you were really clever on bad pitches about letting somebody lunge in, hurdle them, come yes. away with the ball, and keep moving, right? Yes, give him the chance to come close to me. But when they saw that, they, that was probably my... I the little touch, and that's it. I was, bye-bye, go. England gave me a lot of more freedom of what I have in Argentina. You won't, you will not believe maybe this, but in Argentina they were, you have to do certain things. You have to be in the right, you have to be in the left and so on. In fact, it was Positionally? Not, yes. And you have to do certain, you have to work for the team, meaning this work that you have to do certain things. You have to be in certain position and so on. The only one that gave me complete freedom was uh, Menotti. 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 Menotti never told me Never told me what to do. Just go. And uh, Cesar, I play in the right, I play in the left. Just go. Just play, play. Oh, that's the only thing he said to me. Never ever said to me, go to the right, go to the left. In the game, he would say, oh, see, um, the weakness for them, say, is in, the, in, in, in our right, say. Go, go more there, for example. 
Okay, so I will go there. But that will be after, when the game was already on. When he's reading the game yes. and reading uh, what's happening, yeah. where but, the threats are. Yeah, but that will be once in, in ten games. He never said anything. Kipovic never said anything to me as well. Never said, uh, go and do something and so on. So when I came to, 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 to Tottenham, I played all over the place. I played right. In fact, in midfield, for example, I, I prefer to play left mm-hmm. than to play right. Mm-hmm. And number eight was more right. When I, went, when I played in Argentina, in, coming into the national team, I was playing for Huracán in Buenos Aires. Again, you won't believe that, but I was number nine. Number nine means I was a center forward. Mm-hmm. Because we have a super, super team. So I play, I, the only position I could play was number nine. So the, the man I had to play me, so he put, well, you're number nine. And, uh, and not just the jersey number, also positionally? No, no, no. I did it. I did it. I did it my way. I did it. Uh, I did it my way. It can yes, be the title for this episode. Thank you. Thank you. A mi manera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it. My, yes, I went all over the place, and we were incredibly successful. Uh, and this is why we went to the. In fact, when we played 1978 World Cup, Huracan, there were two teams that had five players each. One was River Plate, Luque, Fijol, Pasarela, etc. And we had five as well. That show you how good we were at the time. Two of them were you and Mario Campes? No, 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 Mario, Mario was Rosario Central. Mario, so he's the one of the 11. Mario was, Mario was with me in Instituto. In Instituto, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Hausman, for example, you remember? René Hausman. René Hausman, absolutely. <laughs> what a player. Luque was the one that, for Luke, me, everybody Luke fixated was, on, Luke was for me in the World Cup, watching it. Your impact was clear. And we had seen players in Britain a little bit like you, but still you stood out. Kempis obviously stood yep. out once he began scoring and also how he looked and everything. But for some reason, Leopoldo Luque, for me, uh, caught my eye. Mm. And when it began to be explained in that 78 World Cup that he had to leave the camp because yep. his brother had died, yep. I think, I haven't researched this, in a car accident? Yes. He was coming to see the game. There was, he was coming to see Argentina play. Yeah, there was a second game, France. And then in France, he was in. They never told him that. Uh, we never, well, we didn't know, but... May not knew, but the family, the father, did not... They knew about his brother's death and yes. they didn't tell him? No, no. And then uh, he had a terrible, terrible injury. I mean... It's shoulder or arm? Shoulder, or? shoulder. That means that he played all this World Cup. He played, I, I would say 50%, 60% of his capability. So imagine the... He felt so... Because he wanted to be the number one. He was At the time, he was competing, Mario and, 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 and Luque. At the end of the day, Mario was more, and, and so on. And I would say Mario was a touch better player, yes. But Luque... M- also more from my eye, sorry, yep. but I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Yep. Maybe more a pure centre striker. More than Luque. Luque could go no, 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 wide no, no, and no, dribble. No, 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 no. Luque was proper, proper centre four. Awesome. I mean, he was there, he will be, say, Joe Jordan, and you want to put it like that. Really, really the, the last one. Mario was the one that could can play come, around. Yes. In fact, some of the game he was kind of playing, kind of let me feel, say, let me feel from player and so on. We finished playing far to four, to, incredible, against Holland. We played four to four. And I was one of the two in the middle. Gallego was a very, very defensive one. Yes, he would be all the time there. And I have freedom to go wherever I want and come back. And So I, I was... I had to help him very clearly. I was the number one, the num- number one to help him. Yes, but I mean, I was offensive as well. So uh, well, in the World Cup that, final, we're going reverse. Right. In the World Cup final, you break through yes. two men mm. three quarters of the way up the pitch, 
and then you release to, I don't know if it's Luque, but you release to Luque. somebody who releases to Kempis for the goal. That's right, yes. So, um, so you're pushing through the line, right. as they call it now. In the other hand, I, this is why I feel so, so close to, to, to Leopoldo Luque, because to have played in that circumstance, right. he went, of course, after the, the second game, he went to the, to the funeral of his uh, brother. So it was it was incredible. Broken heart, broken, broken shoulder, broken everything, and he played incredible. And he was so important for us. Um, and I feel I mean I was the same thing because against France as well I I heard my my toe there and it was broken. So I started to I couldn't for example little by little I couldn't even walk. Uh, they had to take me. In the... They had to lift you, pick yes. you back. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I couldn't. But you I, kept on playing. I didn't play against Peru, for example. In the 6 0. Um, yes. I, no, I didn't play there. And in the final, what happened? Menotti was. That's the only time I saw Menotti nervous before the final because he was playing with the second. No, not the second team, the first team, the proper team. But I was not playing. La Rosa was playing in my position. And the team was not. Wait, wait. I think. Are you talking about the build up to the final? Yes. In training? Yes. Right. Yes. And he was not uh, he was not happy with what he was seeing. So in the back of his mind, he said, "Also, you're going to play." Yes. So wait, 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 wait. Slow down storytelling. Yeah. Forty-eight hours before yes. the World Cup final. Yes. In your country. Yeah. Going to be played in River Plate Stadium, mm. and you think you're not playing? No. Possibly. I was. Well, I I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk from because we sleep here and we had to walk say to to eat. We had to walk say seventy yards, fifty yards. I couldn't walk. So remember Killer. Remember Killer. Our, he played with us as well. He put me in his strong guy. Was he coming here? I couldn't walk. Um, so we were having training and Minotti was not happy with the team. Not happy with the team and the the one missing was me because of course I couldn't I couldn't do anything. Nothing at all. In fact, he asked me to, the day of the game, he asked me to, no, the day before the game, he said, Ossi, I want you to, to play 10 minutes for, for the first team. And I said, yeah, yeah, no problem, but, if you, but to play, I have to have an injection. And the injection, after the injection, I will be worse. So The pain will be worse, the, the swelling will be worse. Yes, 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 yes. So anyways, so yeah, I, I want I want you to do this. Okay, no problem. So I played and I remember it was five minutes. Five minutes and I said, Okay, thank you very much, Ozzy, peace off. Bye bye. You're playing tomorrow. And this is how uh, I started. What did you what, what about the psychology of Oh the psychology? So you was, come off thinking I, I okay, I want to play, I'm glad I'm picked, but I could let people down I could let myself down. Definitely. Oh it was of course, it was it was not for example, in Tottenham, the game could be incredibly important, the final and so on. I was all the time joking, I didn't. In fact, I make it a kind of obligation for me not to think about the game, because I always thought that you are thinking about the game, you start to perspirate, you are losing energy, and so on. So, joking, 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 that's it. And in the final, for example, you can see my face, everything, I was worried. I was worried, I was worried, one, because maybe not playing, after when, when decided I was going to play, yes, but brilliant, imagine if I didn't play the final, it would have been devastating for me. You would, obviously, obviously, and we're, we're talking about hypotheticals now because the spoiler for everybody is you win, but which is worse in your, in your imagination on, the, I guess, the Saturday night? Not playing or playing 
and letting yourself and your country down, which I don't know which is worse, Ozzy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Maybe yeah. playing and well, letting yourself down. It's, it's a risk all the time, yes. If it was any other game, claro. I would not have played. It was so bad. In fact, I arrived in, in England here with daughter, and one month later, and I was, I was still limping, to give you an idea. And, uh, but of course, I mean, that's Jimmy Grips in the 66 World Cup. This is why I feel so, so close to Jimmy, because I can understand that. But Jimmy, because but if people don't realise what you're talking about, Jimmy was the starting striker. And Jimmy was yes. a, oh, a Jimmy. magician. And one small Jimmy injury was, keeps him out of Absolutely. This of is how I feel so, so close to him. I, I talk many, many, many times with, with Jimmy. I'm very, very glad that he, he, he opened his mind and he, he told me that, uh, for example, I thought that it was a kind of... He was going to be very, very hurt with Al Ramsey, for example, and he was not. Um, before the World Cup, put it like that, would be th- there were three players that they were the number one. Bobby Moore, Gordon Bank as well, Bobby Moore, Bobby Charlton, and, and Jimmy. And Jimmy, for personality, for everything, oh, come on, we are in England, we are going to win the World Cup. He was the one pushing everybody else to, toward that end and so on. The other one, Bobby, was more calm, Bobby Charlton as well, and so on. He was the, the force. And, and it took and then, the, the greatest player of all time, Leo Messi, maybe 10 years, 12 years, to break Jimmy's scoring record. Yes. So if people only know him as a name, yes. they need to understand that he, he glided he across was, the pitch and scored for fun. Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, you ask me who was the best player, English player ever, he will be one in the top three, definitely. This is how good I think he was. So he, he was obviously devastated when he didn't play the, the, the cup final. After saying that, Bobby... Um, Jimmy's played very, very. There were only eleven players, no subs, no. Subs. no so suddenly played twenty minutes. Oh, bye bye, and, and so on. So again, how this interview started? Lucky, luck, same thing. What about if my injury was just a little bit more? Yeah. A little bit more, I won't be able to play. As much as they have people that, that play with broken leg and so on. But yeah, lovely. But depending how the the broken leg is, I have seen that. I had two broken broken legs. In the first one was a little one, just a little one. But the pain was extraordinary. The pain was so bad, it was here. The pain was so bad I couldn't move. I mean, I, I couldn't even think about it. I think that it was painful. And the other one, I have a proper broken. It was proper, proper broken. Uh, and yes, I carry on. I carry on walking and so on. And suddenly I started to, to feel worse and worse. But I walked for a while, say. So, again, it's luck. And Jimmy, so Jimmy was basically bad luck that he couldn't play there, the fun. And, and you win the final and you, you sneak off in a police car to see yep. um, your wife who's mm. going to give birth to my friend, mm. Federico, yes. one of your boys. Um, I'd speculate that summer 1978 was quite a good summer for you in general. It was quite a... Not, not bad, as things quite go. Quite a year, yes. Ozzy... This is the point where you get to choose because uh, this, is a, this is a much... You've talked about um, life in England and then having to leave England so many times. And you don't have to speak about it today. No. But it's an interesting subject. And you lost a cousin in the, mm. in the war between the UK and Argentina. Two of the people who listen, mm. we have lots of loyal listeners. So we asked them, what do you want to know? And um, one of them greeted me as a boludo. That's uh, mm. Jai Padam, which is a, a kind of mean word in Argentinian Spanish, a little bit, but also a little bit affectionate, maybe a little Could bit. Could be. Could be. I like your style. Could be. And Sean O'Keefe. So I'm going to read them. Normally I summarize them. 
Sean says from Cork, my late history teacher, Ollie Ryan, a Spurs fan, told me about Ozzy Ardiles getting abused by fans as late as 1984, sometimes by Spurs fans also. I'd like to know how Ozzy felt and dealt with that during the Malvinas crisis. Sean calls it Malvinas mm. crisis. Although I'm aware that maybe you'd prefer to steer clear of this kind of subject, Sean also says, on, on a lighter note, a much lighter note, could you ask Osvaldo how much fun he had working with Giles, Dunphy and Brady on RTE <laughs> in 2010 mm. and 2014? But Jai says, how difficult was it playing a World Cup in your home country during a military dictatorship under the coaching of Minotti? Someone who was clearly opposed to the views of the junta but had their backing to win the cup potentially. So, you, you know, you come from an, an incredible country, a country which has mm. gifted so many things to the world, but we're on a subject today. Argentina has gifted a type of thinking, a type of player to the football world. Some people might argue they wouldn't be unanimous. The three best players in the history of football all come from your country. Which they are? Di Stefano. Oh, yes. yes. Diego Maradona and Leo Messi. There are lots of other names that, that come show... in, but Argentina is... So, I, I want to say to you... That show a little bit how we are as a country. The extraordinary individuality. And this is the problem that we have in our country as well. We have serious, serious problems to put everything together. We have a very, very talented individual player, like the three that you mentioned. I will definitely add Mario Kempes to that, uh, mm -hmm. to that list. Ahead of Batistuta. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mario was Mario. Was just think, this isn't a visual thing. Ozzy just looked at me as if I was crazy. <laughs> so if you haven't seen Kempes... No, no, no. no and he was so that, much better than Batistuta. No, no, no. One second, one second. Batistuta was absolutely wonderful. Wonderful, yeah, yeah. wonderful player. Scored goal for fun, and absolutely. But Mario... Mario, for me, is a very, very special player. I play with three very important, very, three very, very special players in my life. One, one was Mario Kempes, 78. The other one was Maradona, 1982, and in total, Glenn The three of them were a, a little bit, a little bit, or maybe a little bit more that different. Of all the people I have played in my life, the people, the person that I have more pleasure playing with, the more fun he was, and so on, it was Mario Alberto. Yes. Um, so, I don't need to say more. Uh, he was my roommate in 1982 in Spain. He was my roommate in 1970 as well. I was with Ricky, but Mario arrived later. So, I don't know why, but maybe put it in our... Maybe because he was smoking and whatever it is. Anyway. <laughs> so, we have Mario. Maybe he saw two winners. Yes. Maybe he saw two winners. So, um, so Mario is... Mario is my, one of my closest friends. So, this is why my... Uh, opinion of him is tinted by it, it, big, it, it, big admiration you're, you're here friendship. because um, your opinions count here mm. more than anywhere else the reason I mentioned the what was called the Falklands War here, which was called the Malvinas War mm. in Argentina, is that there are two things that strike me. I feel that you must have felt super isolated because here you are in London so many years later, but almost from the beginning until now, mm. you're genuinely loved in this country. Mm. And there was a small period when fans would abuse you in one way or another but just because of your nationality. Mm. And I know that... Sometimes when you went home or when you played with a national team, 
because you were over there with the enemy and maybe you liked it over there, you were a little bit out of step with some of the national feeling in your home country, which leaves you in the middle of nowhere, which is a shit place to be. Absolutely. Is that a description of what 1982 felt like to you? I think you have put it extremely well and extremely nice. Yes, I... Now, one thing I would like to say, I was never, ever, ever abused by the Spurs, Spurs uh, people. Never. The, the, the players, the players were a sense of uh, support. Uh, incredible. Um, but the supporters as well. So from that point of view, no. But of course, it was from... I was the most, probably the most famous Argentinian at the time here, with Ricky. I mean, the two of us, because, one, because of football. Football is like that. And another, if you have to mention another Argentinian at the time, it would be probably Gabriela Sabatini, you remember her? Sabatini, the tennis player. Yes. But of course, Maradona didn't, might have made, should have made Maradona. 78 squad, but he didn't. Yes. So he's less famous here. So like in, you say, yes, you yes, are the yes. number one Argentine. But in here, we work with Ricky and every every restaurant and everybody recognizing. But at the time, it, this little thing just changed because, yeah, you put it very well. I was in the middle of, of the two. And at the time, when we were talking about war, we're talking about, well, I found it funny, but war and politics is more or less the same. When you're talking about this kind of subject, the truth is going through the window. So, um, so it was very, very difficult for me. It was the worst part of my life without a shadow of a doubt. It affected me tremendously. It affected my... Because I was basically, as a player, a, well, as a human being, but especially as a player, I was all the time a kind of a thinking man. So I was thinking all the time and so on. And I remember, like, why I not like Ricky? Ricky doesn't think about anything. He just go out and play and so on. So I had to be thinking and, and, and it was terrible. It destroyed me for... I mean, I went to Paris Saint-Germain uh, after, the, after the war. Uh, but I don't think you enjoyed it. No, I didn't, because I, this is how bad... One, the decision to go to Paris was because, not because of football, it was Paris, and so I had a chance to go to Italy, but oh, Paris better, so I go to Paris, so not a football decision. That is wrong. But being in Paris, I was so, so bad. I played so, so bad. I never, for example, in training, I never, I just go training and give me the ball and I would do things and very, very natural, brilliant and no problem. Now I remember going to bed earlier the day before, and look, looking after me, everything, and I, I arrived, boom, proper, and, and I, again, and the ball was coming, and it was so, so bad. could not believe I can't play so bad. That's a mental thing, right? That was 100% a mental thing, yeah. And if I come back to England, and it took me a while to reconnect, say, with my proper, with my proper football, say, the normal. I don't do that myself. Maybe I'm not such a good player. And I, I've seen you, you and Federico, your your son, um, who's a great friend to me. You made a very, very special film, a good film. Yeah. Uh, white, blue, and white. But originally blanco, albiceles blanco. Azul, blanco, azul. Azul, blanco, azul. Mm. To represent the white of Spurs and the blue and white of Argentina. All right. Yes. And you go back to. Um, I suppose we we know at Falklands now. Mm. You you know I don't even know what Malvinas means. Malvinas is uh, because the island changed uh, over the centuries. Yeah. Yes, and the French were there for a, for very very little time, for three or four years, no more than that, and they put the Malvinas, Malvinas, and this is how the name. Well, yeah, you went back. Mm. 
and your face when you look at the military wreckage. Mm. I suppose it reminds you of losing your cousin who died yep. in the Air Force. You crash. Mm. You, you're taken to hospital, airlifted. To... It was, uh, well, it was, uh, we did uh, the film. It was not in the script, the accident. No, I no. So I said to the director, hello, that was not. <laughs> People was... need to watch ESPN 30 for 30, white, blue, white, yep. if they get the chance. Because it's a good film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fascinating it was, film. Uh... Your face, when you look at the evidence of the war that we've yes. just been talking about. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, <laughs> it was very emotional. Very, very, very emotional. And to be with my uncle, the father of uh, my cousin that was killed in... He was the, the first pilot. He was in the Air Force as well. He was the first pilot. And I talked with a lot of the pilots as well. Until that moment, until that happened, it was a kind of, it was a kind of training for them. They go there and so on, but they were not... They didn't. I mean, Argentina never was involved with anybody. So it was a kind of... A, from the moment that my, my cousin died... <laughs> This is, hello, this is, this is serious. It's real this is now. War. That is real, real, very, very real. People, men often treat war like games, mm. and it's not. No, no, it's terrible. It's, uh, it's absolutely terrible. But you come back, and one of the things I love about sport is it heals. It mm. truly heals. Yes. And okay, your magic makes people say, yeah, we, we love him still. You become a real icon of British sport. I know how devoted I was to your style. Mm. Otherwise, I wouldn't have scored so many goals in the school courtyard. <laughs> what, are the, what are the things that you like best about the UEFA Cup run? Because the drama of how it finishes, you knock out serious mm. teams. You do what you think you came to do in 1978, mm. because you're a World Cup winner. The team is, Keith is economical with the truth. Yes. And suddenly there, six years later, you're doing what probably should have been your your birthright. Yeah. If you if you hadn't come to a poor team in 78, and if the Malvinas War, Falklands War, hasn't intervened, you're not only lifting more trophies, probably that Spurs team can become mm. champions. You're talking like me now. Luck. Haha. <laughs> you see? This is how luck, maybe luck is another word, maybe chance, or whatever you want to put it. But you can see very clearly how that played a crucial, crucial role. Now, coming back to, yes, very clearly, after the Falkland Wars, what, what I am doing here. Very, very clearly what, what I am doing here. And I remember talking with Ricky, and again, Ricky, and I, I said to Ricky, Ricky, this is what we're going to do. We are going to be, there have been a lot, bridges between Argentina and England have been all the time a little bit fragile, say. In the football point of view, with the, with the animal scene in 1966, they were very, very bad and so on. So when we come with Ricky in 1978, it was a lot of bridges and much, much more, a lot of information of England and Argentina, in Argentina and England. So, so generally the two cultures come a little bit closer right. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I call bridges. So we were bridges, yeah. bridges. And the war happened and it was, poof, all the bridges were kind of destroyed. And with Ricky, I said, well, now we have to, we are going to rebuild the bridges. We are going to start to build the bridges. When we play... In Argentina, they would say, oh, Ozzy and Ricky play and score a goal or whatever it is, so the something about England. And, and the other way, uh, and in the so other way around as well. you assumed a role of maybe slightly healing. Yes. You, you deliberately spoke to Ricky Definitely. about saying, yes, we, yes. we have a role beyond simply playing well and winning. Much, games. much beyond football, definitely. And I, and I said to Ricky, Ricky, we are going to be remembered for this thing. Maybe more or maybe the same that our football, our wonderful goal, Ricky's wonderful goal, and so on. 
because this is very, very important. And it's very, very important for us as a person to do that. We are going to be defined as a person. You, how, you mean we have a responsibility yes. for our actions and how we live? Well, uh, 100%. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, there are a lot of very bad examples. In don't want to mention, but there are a lot of... And I don't want to put myself in this kind of role model and so on. We are all human. With our, you didn't no, say that. I understand no, what no. you mean. It's, but it's like, the other hand, by our actions, yes. we will be judged, we will be known, and yes. we can look ourselves in the mirror yes. and say, I, I did the right thing, right? That's right. So, yes, when I had to decide, was in France, in Paris, was not happy, my wife uh, wanted me to come immediately to, to carry on with our house, with our normal life. In London? In London, yes. Pablo and Freddy, of course, they, they're very young, but they wanted to come back as well. So I said, well, so, yes, come back. And it was the right decision? It was a completely the right decision. Here yes. we are all these years later, mm. and everything you said is true. You're part of the national culture, yeah. the Falklands War isn't forgotten, but Argentina and England are Argentina and no, UK. Yeah. The bridges are rebuilt. It was very difficult at the time to talk about the Falklands War, but uh, now it's much more open. Like, I respect you as a man. It isn't just... You're not here just because you're a footballer. So I've, I wanted to speak about mm. that. So I hope it's okay. No problem, yeah. But it doesn't mean you can escape from the last section, which is Sean O'Keefe's real question, I think. Mm. You do remember John Giles and Eamon Dunphy and, and Chippy Brady? Absolutely, and, yes. Quiet I, nights, did you go... Were, was there a chess club to go to or no, we maybe theatre after yeah. the... We, we, how, how was that company? That was brilliant. Osvaldo? That was brilliant. They were absolutely brilliant. The time I have in, in Ireland when I was with them. And they have a great, great time. I mean, no, no chess, no chess at all. It was no chess. Piano, Some Guinness? Piano bar. A lot piano of, bar. A piano bar every night. Uh, it was beautiful, wonderful food. And, but of course, within uh, two or three o'clock in the morning. Some and singing? Singing. And, yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. Your son can well, sing quite well. Liam sings that he Liam sings that he's a singer as well. He, Liam's a good singer. No, he can't sing. Really. <laughs> I believe he's singing. <laughs> so, do you have a voice? I like to. Well, well probably you, you hear Ozzy goes to Wembley, yeah. Ah. Yeah, but I asked you if you've got a voice. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is. A we lost question. one. <laughs> no, because I've I've heard Federico, your your son, sing, and the trouble is, he likes who's the who's the singer who was a Real Madrid goalkeeper, Spanish singer. Uh, Iglesias. Julio Iglesias. Oh, Federico can sing, but he insists on singing Julio Iglesias. Mm. Come on, have a word. Yes, yes, yes. So, no, we, of course, listen, I wasn't going to mention in the Cup for Tottenham, no. but in the, in the recording, your, sh- your shoulders are being held and moved by one of the great Scots of all time, and Mr. Steve Archibald. Archie, Archie, <laughs> Archie. Archie is another very, very good friend of mine. Brilliant player. Fantastic player. Uh, great centre forward. Uh, Yes, I love the man as well. Um, controversial, difficult. Opinionated. Opinionated. Uh, sometimes it's a big, big pain, no, no doubt about it. But he's a great, great guy. Uh, and a lot of fun. So. And, it was, and he was maybe guiding you on the, on the notes, which notes to hit, because we lost, in Chaz and Dave were a, a great duo, and we lost um, one of them, um, yep. Chaz Hodges, yep. uh, recently. Hmm. Um, you're a top of the pop star, yeah, 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 so yeah. I shouldn't have asked you about the singing thing. So in Dublin, there was some singing with uh, Chippy Brady. Who, yes, who, no, we didn't sing as he got to Wembley, but there was a lot of singing. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been nice to see. Hmm. Our sponsors, um, because you, you have a very nice birthday lunch to go to. You're not late. We're going to walk you there. Hmm. Okay. But our sponsors have a couple of questions to finish with. And you can choose. Um, one of them from Bet365 is who was the greatest player you played alongside during your time in England, but we know who it was. Yep. 
Name him and tell us something we don't know about his playing style. You mean Glenn? Well, you mean Glenn. Yeah, I mean Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Glenn was uh, Glenn was extraordinarily talented to start with, um, but uh, that is not what made him a great, great player. What made him a great, great player was his courage. Courage, because it's, people talk a lot about uh, oh, you're strong because you kick people and so on. That is the easy part. The difficult part is people like Pelé, people like Maradona, people like Cruyff. When you are playing with some bandit, when you are playing with some criminal dressed as a football player, and you carry on having the ball, and you are still trying to play, you are still trying to create, and so on. This is the people that I always have admired. People like the one I already mentioned, but not only them, people like Socrates, for example. Ah, when you have players like that, Messi, Ronaldo, the Ronaldo now, the Ronaldo, the Brazilian George well. Best. George Best. Uh, these are the guys that have uh, Garrincha. This is, this, this is what makes football what football is right now. We all have a great, great debt of gratitude. All these people right now playing the Premier League, Champions League, and so on, they have an extraordinary debt of gratitude to all these guys. But very, very special to Pelé. Pelé changed the game. Changed the game in the way that it was a kind of uh, sport, quite popular in certain parts of the world, but he made it a, 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 global, global. a global phenomenon. That was extraordinary. And after that, all the players after him, Maradona and so on, they benefited tremendously because, because of him. Apart from that, he was extraordinary player. For me, when you're talking about the very, very, very best, you mentioned the Stefan, I will mention the Stefan as well, but uh, I, I, had, I, I didn't see him play so much. I, I'm a little bit younger, say. So it will definitely will be Garrincha, it will be Pelé, it will be Maradona, it will be Messi. And if I had to choose a fifth one, it will be Johan Cruyff. From, I'm glad you said that. Yes. Yeah, you are from Barcelona, so you like him. And you, also, you like, I, 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 and, knew, I knew him, I adored him. He inspired me like Pelé inspired you. Well, literally. Yes, and Johan, not only as a player, but as a coach. That is, uh, he, again, he changed football. All we are seeing right now with the Guardiola and... All the rest, uh, Johan have a big, big hand in, on it. He was a visionary. Yep. Two more. Bet365 says, mm, it's a tough one. I've heard you answer this before. Mm. Lionel Messi or Diego Maradona? And I suppose, given that I know how you're going to answer, I suppose I have to say why. I don't know how, what you expect me to answer because I have, they, have, they ask me this question so, so many times. Sometimes I say Maradona, sometimes I say Messi, sometimes I, say, oh, I don't like, no, Mario Kempes. It's the truth of the matter is this. It's extraordinarily difficult to, to choose between the two. Maradona and Messi, for example, they're incredibly similar. Both are left footballs. Both are extraordinary touched by God, if you want to put it like that. Um, free kicks, skill, everything. The only difference maybe is Lionel Messi, to be great, he needs very good players around him. And Maradona was... That, that, that show, he came from kind of middle class in Argentina and so on. Diego, on the other hand, comes from the shanty town. He always will fight the establishment. He will fight everybody. So he was much, he wasn't particularly happy in Barcelona, for example. He got to go to Napoli where he was God and whatever. And, and, and So he went from a middle class city to a tough city. Yes. And he felt in his environment. And his team, the team that he played, he didn't feel, he played with super players in Barcelona, for example. But he was in a way, he was happier him to play with players that were not that good, say. Funny enough, when Maradona asked for the 11 best players that he played with, he chose very little from when he was a World Cup champion, 1986, for example. 
I think only one. He chose me, by the way, so it was nice. <laughs> I knew if I kept quiet, he would tell the truth. Yes. And I knew he would choose you. Right. The last one. This is a speculative one. Bet365 ask us, how do you think Jose Mourinho will do at Spurs? Mm. And I think they haven't asked me this, but I'm going to add, how do you think this version of Jose Mourinho mm. with the Amazon cameras on him all the mm. time mm. will do at this version of Spurs? First, I would like to mention Mauricio Pochettino. I think he did an extraordinary job in the club. These five, five and a half years have been absolutely fantastic. He changed the club from one of the also runs, say, to proper, proper Champion League every single year and, and little by little, not only playing the first group, but we, we, he, we're going also forward. He made them 190 million euros in Champions League qualification, and, yes. at a time when they have to pay for the training ground, they have to pay for the stadium. And, yeah. He was a money-making machine he for was, them because was, of his skill. It was incredibly, I know how incredibly difficult it was, playing at Wembley, that is a tremendous advantage to the opposition. It was, yes, with the constraint that he had from the money point of view and so on. So he did an absolutely extraordinary job. Personally, I feel he's one of the very, very best managers in, in the world, without a doubt. Destined for more great things. Definitely, now. definitely, definitely, yes. Um, now, Mourinho is a, new, is a new chapter. I think he's, it's an extraordinary opportunity for him right now. Becoming, yeah. He's coming to a club that, I mean, he will not come to us about two or three years ago, for example. No chance. And I think because, obviously, he has won everything in football and he has been extremely successful... Later on, he has been not so much in the way that... Can I speculate that there's a time where if you were in charge of... You were the owner of Spurs. There's a time, quite recently, when you wouldn't have offered him Spurs either, I don't think. No, I don't think the Spurs will, will offer him. Nor you. No, no me. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Well, we have Mauricio, so no, no, no need to change. I speculate but, that Mourinho feels and sounds refreshed and a little yes. bit more like the original Mourinho now. Yes, it could I'm be. guessing, but yes. do you agree? Oh, it could be. It could be very well. So it's, it's, in a, it's in a wonderful, wonderful place. The best training facility in the world, the extraordinary stadium. The stadium is no word to describe it, how, how beautiful it is. Uh, so uh, this squad is very, very competitive. He will definitely add certain touches, Mourinho touches and so on. Sure. So he has a great, great opportunity. I have to say, he has seen it, well, only two games, but uh, he looked generally very, very, very happy. People say, oh, he's in the charm offensive and so on. Probably he is, yes. After saying that, I think he's very, very genuinely very, very happy. You talk about luck, we're going to loop round and finish the... Because I, I think Jose Mourinho in front of the cameras is a different man from Jose Mourinho, dark and unhappy in his office. Mm. And the Amazon cameras which everybody says is a terrible thing. Right? The Amazon cameras are there watching him all the time. Yes. I think Daniel <laughs> might get a certain version of Jose Mourinho now, which is to the benefit of Spurs, because he likes being on camera. So against my normal judgment, where I didn't like a lot of Jose Mourinho for, for three, four years, mm. maybe since he won the title at Real Madrid when his achievement was very good, I think we're seeing yes. a guy now who it maybe was... some of the best will come out. It was a very, very happy Mourinho uh, that before that, and after that, a lot of ways starting to go wrong, say, after exactly what you mentioned, Real Madrid, for example. So before he was fighting all the world and so on, <laughs> but in a way he was very, very happy doing that. Now I think we are talking, it's wiser, we are talking a much more word. mellow personality, probably. So it's going to be incredibly interesting. Ojalá. So, uh, ojalá, yes, because this is, 
as a, as a personal border that I am, I, this is what I, I hope so. Maybe Ozzy's going back to Wembley this season. We'll see, maybe. We'll see. It, maybe. Will, it will be great. It will be great to, to win something, yes. Osvaldo Ardiles, um, I knew what kind of person you were when I invited you here. Mm. Um, you've, you've explained and you've told stories and you've talked like a world champion. Mm. It's been a real pleasure. I bet you that people who haven't heard you like this or didn't see you play are going... Oh, I'm going to YouTube now to watch this guy. Thank you for explaining this small chunk of your beautiful life. Lovely. We Thank feel, you very much. We feel lucky. Enjoy it. Thank you for listening to The Big Interview. It's produced by me, which sounds egotistical, but it's also true. Graham Hunter and Backpage. Our music is by Beer Jacket. Who else? Editing by Charlie McGarry. Thank you to our hosts at Acast and our loyal sponsors at Bet365. We're also supported by our socios. Find out how to become a socio, how to support us at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Here endeth the lesson.